Welcome to I'm a Talk About It. I'm Alicia E., empowerment coach and ancestral healer, and I'm here to teach you how to break generational cycles, self-advocate, and ascend to happiness without the guilt of wanting a better life for yourself. You don't have to choose the same path as those before you. You can choose a better way, your way. Because if we can each heal ourselves today, we can heal the world tomorrow together. Hi everyone, welcome back. It has been a while since I recorded my last episode. I have been very busy. <laughs> As some of you may know, I've been moving woohoo, and finally moved um, into our new place with my partner, which we have been celebrating a ton because we are two independent businesses making it on our own going day by day enjoying life and it has been an amazing ride and we look forward to the future so much so that is why I have been gone but now I am back and today's episode is going to be about finding your voice and really finding your power after trauma And this wasn't on my (laughs) planned list of what I wanted to talk about, um, but I always like to also record when I feel inspired. And you'll probably see um, a post come out if you haven't already about one of the nights I had in my apartment when I moved in. So... I also have PTSD and a lengthy, lengthy history with trauma, unfortunately, Um, and that tends to come to the surface as many people experience when change happens. So change is a huge trigger for most people, um, especially if you have like anxiety, PTSD, if you have panic attacks, like anything that is unexpected can be really difficult to cope with, right? So that is why sometimes you notice people with anxiety tend to either stick to the same routines or watch the same shows because they know what's going to happen. So they, they don't feel as anxious going through those experiences so change can feel very severe for some people and I know that for myself change can be challenging which is why I always make it a point to have things in place for myself to be able to cope with the change and to really allow space for whatever needs to come up to come up. So moving into this place has been amazing and recently, you know, I had a couple hiccups like (laughs) as many of you are maybe feeling with astrology, it's almost like a giant tower moment. (laughs) It's like everything seems to be going wrong, but also right all at the same time. It's like um, cosmic clearing of your life and that's what I've been experiencing. Like I haven't really same with my partner 
been able to do my coaching stuff, like my internet has been a disaster, had some unexpected bills that were wildly expensive, um, had trouble with our car, like finances, like things were just hitting all at once. And it seemed like everything (laughs) was, I wouldn't even say against me, but felt like it was being taken, taken out from underneath me. And it really, really, really triggered something deep in me that I that I haven't felt in a really long time. So I'm gonna share a story about something that you know happened to me while I was in college. And I will also say like this is a trigger warning for anybody um, who might be listening. But while I was in college, um I was like many folks enjoying college, you know, drinking, hanging out with my friends. And one of the nights I was actually severely assaulted. And if it wasn't for my sorority sisters at the time coming to find me when they did, I'm not quite sure how it would have ended. And what was really hard about that experience like of course having to relive that also during a very vulnerable time during college when you're when you're trying to figure out what to do with your life and (laughs) you're supposed to know what to do for the next like 80 years (laughs) of your life so that you can make a living like it's it's not like there's a tiny bit of pressure going on um but after that event had happened there was like a lot of gossip which you know we've seen in social media from other people's experiences a lot of gossip about me initiating and doing all of these things um, basically blaming me as is the case for most women or femme presenting people who do share their story and so that was really hard for me and it was a small group of people who actually stood by my side but even to a small extent um but after that I you know was in shock for a long time I didn't tell my family I didn't really tell many people to be honest just the people who were there um word spread fast and so it was hard for me to go to school I started like failing some classes because of the trauma and I didn't really know who to turn to and you know there had been experiences in the past with my own family where you know I had shared with them at a very vulnerable moment that you know I was having a hard time with just life in general and was experiencing darker thoughts than usual and I was shamed for that which I know also happens in a lot of cultures right like that's why A lot of people don't end up going to therapy because it's seen as weak and asking for help is just not something that you do. And in that moment, I had actually asked for help and was denied help. And so that moment that I experienced with my family really carried with me into college. And so I didn't know what to do in that moment. And I had a partner at the time and I woke up one of the mornings and, you know, I had bruises down my back, like I was all cut up, like in so much pain. And 
you know, he came over to check on me and he told me that I deserved it. And that was a really tough thing to hear from someone that, you know, I thought that I loved at the time and it came out so quickly. And he said a lot of horrible things in that moment, called me names, like stuff was just bad. Um, And while I was in my apartment, you know, and things were kind of crashing down, it was almost like I was going through a time warp of like every moment that I had categorized as failing myself or not doing what I'm supposed to do. And, you know, growing up in a very perfectionist household um, and really blaming myself for what was going on in my life right now and just, (laughs) you know, having a small hiccup. And even though life is all well and good, sometimes when you have PTSD or you have anxiety, it's, it's almost like you can't stop it sometimes. Um, and so I have things in place for myself that really help me get out of that moment. And, you know, I, I really felt it start to come to the surface and I was having a hard time sleeping and I couldn't breathe and I was like having a panic attack and you know sometimes my way of dealing with it is to be alone because you know growing up during those moments there were very few times that when it was really intense that people were there for me so that is when I like feel safe and I'm grateful also that you know I have a I have a partner who fully understands me (laughs) for once in my life. Um, You know, doing the work really helped me find a partner that respects me and understands me and isn't pushy and can recognize (laughs) when I might be going through something that's really deep and um, painful. And you know, she has a way of checking in that still like helps me feel safe. And, you know, I, I took some moments in my office or our office that we share. (laughs) Um, and I just let it out. And, you know, one of the things that you always see people do when they're in severe pain is, you know, they bend over or they get into a ball. And that is something that I've always done. It's what people do. It's instinctual. Um, Curling up into a ball is the safest position. Um, That is why you also do it in yoga. And if a baby, which hopefully all doulas know this, um, if a baby is birthed and they are not curled up or in the fetal position, but are wide armed and like really open chest it can feel really really shocking to them and so the first thing you want to do is curl them up into a ball so they can feel safe um and so that is one of the things that one I naturally do and then two I stay in for a little bit longer until I feel like I can catch my breath and even when I would do this when I was having you know bad panic attacks in my marriage, I would go to someplace cool 
Um, because one of the things that you can do if you're having a really severe moment is to go through your senses, which is, you know, what my sister taught me. And I can't remember the name of it, (laughs) but it's also online. But, um, so, you know, what do you, what do you feel right now? Like you start to focus on your senses. So your mind and your nervous system can start to calm down. And so I, I tend to go to like colder surfaces or, you know, things I can feel right away. Um, in this instance, it was, I have like (laughs) a bean bag, (laughs) which I like grabbed onto. And so I was like, Oh, you know, I, I can feel this. And like, what do I see? Like I see my room and you, you know, go through all of it and you allow whatever needs to come up to come up. Um, and I had sat there for a while going through this to get, you know, my breath to calm down. And then eventually I was able to close my eyes and just be in that moment um, and let my thoughts go without forcing them to do anything. And they automatically started to calm themselves. And, um, you know, one of the other things that I do and I also teach my clients is placing one hand on the belly and one on the chest because it is, is, it's so nurturing and a lot of us going through the generational healing journey, we have to learn how to reparent ourselves because the parenting we received wasn't nurturing enough and this isn't to blame anybody. It's just, you know, what people were taught and what was passed on to us, like physical touch and how to self-soothe and take care of yourself. Um, and to know how to do it when no one else is around as well, because sometimes you don't always have someone there to help you. And immediately placing that hand, like one hand on my chest and one on my belly I like broke down (laughs) again into tears because it's they're very like nurturing spots and you're really being with the energy in your sacral like in your root and your you know your power and your belly your confidence so you're comforting them all at that time and you're connecting to the earth because usually I'm sitting on the ground and I have one hand on my chest and your chest is where all of your pain (laughs) is housed. And so during these moments where, you know, things come up from the past, like I always make sure to put a hand on my chest. And, you know, in that moment, I was telling myself that it wasn't my fault. Um, but also like thanking myself and loving myself and just taking time to say whatever I needed to hear during that moment that I wasn't always told growing up. Um, and it's like giving yourself, you know, a hug and, it's been (laughs) because I'm up right now recording. Um, it, it was a couple hours or it had been a couple hours that I was doing that. And, um, well, not just that, but I did that. And then I also began to move a little bit because for me, dancing 
and movement is very soothing. It's soothing for a lot of people more than we know. Even if you move slow or you move fast or you jiggle, like it's a good way to remove trauma and energy from the body so it can leave you. Um, and so eventually I found my way up to my feet and was dancing and was moving um, and I was crying and I was laughing, you know, and I, I just put on whatever I felt like I wanted to listen to. Some of it was indigenous music, some of it was African music, music, some of it was pop, like it just was a mix and that was how I chose to elevate myself in that moment and really come out of the trauma that needed to come to come to the surface at that time and I think it's important to remember that you know trauma is is very deep and requires finesse in the sense that you are gentle and you also go with the flow and also knowing when to ask for help, right? Like there's never any shame in, you know, calling the non-emergency hotline or calling the emergency hotline um, or 911, you know, when you need it. Um, and I think for me, that was also something that was hard to get through and being really vulnerable with my partner and saying like, yes, I, I would really like you to be here. You know, no, I'm moving this through my body right now. And I just want some time to, you know, be with myself. Um, and so it's really up to you to how you want to create and hold space for yourself because no one's going to know how to take care of you except for you. And if you are, you know, wanting to find that freedom and to reconnect with who you are, right? Like your trauma isn't you. It's just something that's attached to you. And, you know, I know that the assault that happened to me, like, is it goes way deeper. And everything that I carried around that also goes way deeper and way back into my lineage and oppression and you know so many things so understand that you will know what to do when the moment comes and just go slow and listen to your body like really really listen to your body because your body is is going to tell you what it needs like it's it's so intelligent and it's so smart um but we're used to not connecting with our bodies anymore and you know, being so external, but the trauma is within us. So like, if you really think about it, like how exactly do you begin to heal your trauma if you're so external? It almost <laughs> seems impossible. It's like you want to have, like you want to withdraw money from the bank, but you're standing on the outside of the bank and not going to into the bank to like get the money you know and I know that there's tellers outside but you know what I mean like it's like it's like not looking where the source is it's within us it lives in us it's it's a part of us and there's no shame or shade about it like 
it just is a fact like all of us carry it and so take a gentle look at yourself it doesn't have to be a harsh look a gentle look at yourself and you know ask what you're needing and just go from there even if it's a glass of water or a deep breath and you know for myself it it ended up you know being me dancing to Beyonce's live homecoming song with my giant amethyst crystal wand (laughs) you know um and it doesn't have to be like that you know but music and dancing is something that I'm connected to and so it elevates my mood really quickly and just roots me back into my true reality right like which is so important to realize like your reality isn't the trauma that you carry in your body and that you are releasing that's not your reality your brain likes to tell you that that is your reality excuse me but it's completely not your reality is you at your essence your essence is your happiness your truth your your joy your brightness your light that is your reality and the brain has one thing to do like it It houses all of your memories, good and bad, and it protects you. So whenever there's change, it goes back to what happened when something else changed, right? Something bad happened. And so it's going to try and prevent you from going down that path again by making you relive events in your life that you don't want to relive and that are not reflective of your reality now, right? Like I'm not in college. I don't I don't hang out with the same people. I know myself now. I know that it it was not my fault. I know that I'm, you know, doing an amazing job for myself and my clients. And so give yourself some time to reconnect with your reality because it's, it's not always easy, especially if you're at the beginning of your healing journey, which is why, you know, my program is six months long (laughs) you know and sometimes I think it should be way longer but it's it takes time it's not it's not instant and even for my journey it took time like I was in college so long ago like (laughs) I'm in my mid 30s basically and you know I was in my 20s then and I know different now And I know that my life is different now and I have different resources and I'm not the person that I used to be. And, you know, sometimes my brain will best me (laughs) and sometimes it won't, but I keep the tools in my toolbox to be able to elevate myself and ascend myself out of that shadow that is the type of shadow that's harmful, right? Because... I always talk about how the shadow houses the inner child. Like we forget about our inner child. We forget how to nurture and like self-soothe ourselves. So we toss our inner child into the shadow and like go about life. And then all of a sudden these memories pop up and your inner child is like, hey, I never actually healed from these. It's like your inner child, your teen child, your (laughs) early adult child, like so many different versions of yourself. So Again, give yourself the grace and the patience. And like I already mentioned, like, please, 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 please seek help if you need it. Um, 
You can even search your local hotlines as well for non-emergencies or emergencies and know what friends you can count on if you have them available to you Um, or if you even want to come chat like you can come chat with me and you know we can get you started on your journey so you can start to feel safe in your body because it's it's really common unfortunately and a lot of my clients start from that space of you know knowing that there's things in their body that want to come out and they're coming out in all these which ways and they start to feel a little you know crazy isn't the best word but kind of and they start to feel a little crazy maybe a little manic um and so we make sense of all of that and i just want you to know that also you do not have to go through this alone and i'm here to support you you know the flourish Shay community is here to support you there's amazing people on my page who are so loving so wherever you are you are absolutely loved and just remember that you deserve to be happy so allow yourself the grace to feel whatever you want to feel so you can ascend truly to bliss and to happiness so that is it from me um thank you so much for joining i hope you liked this episode and learned some things um if you really enjoyed this episode also let me know like send me a message i love hearing from you all knowing like what resonates with you and what doesn't and i know some of you wanted to hear about my own empowerment journey and things that i've gone through and so this is me sharing parts of my empowerment journey with you so i hope you enjoyed it um so thank you so much for showing up for me and showing up for yourself and that is a wrap from this episode hey if you're ready to ascend to happiness and live the life you've always wanted join me in my empowered living facebook group for socially conscious healers witches and spirituals and sign up to get my free empowered five practices to ascended happiness guide it's helped others expand their consciousness and soar beyond sight sound and imagination in just one day it's the catalyst you need to embrace your magic and change the world. Just click the link in the show notes and I'll see you in the group next time.